If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to Balanced Life with Debbie Carlin Boyle, conversations connecting to a healthier you, the show that gives you all the latest and greatest health and wellness information to inspire you to live a life of balance and joy. Debbie Carlin Boyle is a health and nutrition coach, personal trainer, and fitness instructor who helps her clients live in balance with everything that feeds us in addition to the food on our plate. Please welcome your host, Debbie Carlin Boyle. Hi, everybody. How are you? It is such an unconventional time right now, and uh, I'm getting uh, choked up a little bit, but... Here I am from my living room, Zooming in my show today for the very first time. I've been doing podcasting now for almost five years, and this is the first time that I had to do it from my living room. So we are in a very historical time, as you know. And I've put out a lot of notifications that we were doing this show today because I think it's a really important show since I am a health and wellness show, and we have conversations about how to live a life of wellness, it's more important now than ever before in our history of, you know, of, of this time. And I, uh, I just felt like, it, you know, it was serendipitous because I did already have a scheduled guest for today in the health and wellness field. And this is the perfect time to talk about what we can do under the circumstances that we're in. So once again, we want you to get involved in the conversation. And today, I'm going to wear my glasses. So here's what I would like you to do, if you could, to call in. And the number to call in, ask a question, make a comment, become part of this conversation today. We are here between the two of us to help answer those questions. So the number is 323-524-2599. And I'm streaming live on my Facebook page, which is Fit by Design. When you go on, it will say Balanced Life. You can see the show there and you can make a comment and we'll get back to you after the show. So having said that, let's get to who my guest is today. So like I said, in the light of the current climate, I realized how serendipitous it was that my scheduled guest is a superstar in the field of health and wellness. Today, we're going to be talking about all the ways to navigate your wellness during this very unprecedented time in our history with my guest, integrative manual therapist, Cliff Motsudo. Cliff's current practice in Beverly Hills specializes in treating the complex clients who have not responded to either the alternative or the contemporary approach to physical therapy. Cliff's education had him apprenticing with numerous mentors in Ericksonian hypotherapy, osteopathic manual therapies, cryotherapy, and Eastern medical practitioners. He is a certified clinical hypnotherapist and has been in practice for over 35 years. 
excited to share knowledge with 40 years of experience and 30,000 clients, Cliff is also looking forward to going back to the way he learned new methodologies by practicing in an artisan workshop setting. This approach of applied medical traditions, technology, and mental sciences has accumulated in a program of unique treatment resulting in extraordinary wellness. So to learn all about Cliff's many wellness talents and the approach and the somatic tools we can take to neutralize anxiety at this moment in time, will you please welcome my guest, Cliff Matsudo, to the show. There's your applause. Hey, thanks, Debbie. Those are our virtual, <laughs> that, that virtual audience. How Thank are you, Thank you for having Cliff? me on the show. Thank you for being here today. It's really an important time and an important topic, I think. I, um, I, I, I want to get into it because I have had, you know, everybody's on social media right now between Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the other ways to communicate um, via the internet. People are anxious. People are, you know, it's the unknown. So anxiety breeds fear. And I really want to get into what we can do and how we don't feed into that and how the average person can um, really take care of themselves and handle themselves under the extraordinary circumstances that we're in. But before we do that, I want to hear a little bit about you and how you got into what you do. Um, you were recommended to me by a friend of a friend and you got back to me and I was really excited. We were going to gear the show a little bit different, but you know, being that what we're going through now, this is a perfect time and topic for you. So um, if you could tell us a little bit about where you're from and how you got into the whole integrative manual therapist uh, field. Well, Technically, I'm, I'm actually from Los Angeles, but most of my time was in the San Francisco Bay Area for 35 years. So I graduated Cal State Long Beach as a physical therapist, although it never really clicked for me. Uh, I was raised in a Japanese-American household, so we saw acupuncturists and energy workers coming in. And I thought that was kind of weird, but it was really effective. So when I went to physical therapy school and in the internships, it was like, wow, this is way too slow. Um, I heard about this one practitioner. He's pretty famous or legendary in the Bay Area and took a shot and went up there. And I was up there for 35 years, learning from him and a number of uh, oriental medicine. So if anything, I'm an authority with experience, and I use the academics as a reference. So maybe minimally trained in the books, but uh, heavily trained with experience or experienced people. Well, yeah, 30,000, that's not a number to, you know, to set aside. That's very significant. So, so you, even though you had these practitioners coming into your home, was your father in the medical field or were your parents just practicing Eastern medicine because that was familiar to them? Yeah, not at all. They were just practitioners that would come over the house Yes. That And back then, I mean, we're talking early 60s. I'm really dating myself. But uh, it was illegal to do acupuncture and that kind of medicine. Oh, it was. Gosh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. so, but, but I'm saying, but they knew, they knew better because of their upbringing to bring these, to use these Eastern medicine practitioners. Well, I mean, we always saw the regular doctors. On the other hand, 
when things were taking a lot longer or somebody was having asthma for over two weeks or having shortness of breath, that's when I believe it was my grandmother started bringing in these other practitioners. Ah, well, good for her because it got, <laughs> it, it got you interested and that's where. So you now practice in Beverly Hills. Yes. And, um, and, and people routinely come to you when they've been to others for, um, for physical therapy that hasn't worked, correct? For physical therapy and some other things uh, that are somewhat related. So I'll get the ones with fibromyalgia, um, some kind of uh, maybe even stomach issues, actually skin issues. So it's not your typical physical therapy clients, but it's all related. And this is where this play kind of intersects, where it's all related. The liver's related to the skin. The lymphatic system is related to the skin. So a lot of times what we found or what I found is that a lot of it had to do with a stress response. Mm-hmm. It's a loop. And what happens is these two little tubules for your skin close off, one for heat and one for toxins. And when we can get them to shift out of that loop, be surprised at the body self-healing. There's a, an innate intelligence and this functional intelligence that just kicks in. Well, so the idea is is to keep yourself at a high level of wellness through knowing all this. And uh, that way when a, a pandemic like we're having now comes along, that we have some level of immunities built up to, to, to ward it off, correct? Absolutely. I think right now is the most important time to have a strong immune system. And most of my clients are actually practitioners, <laughs> either on both ends, either holistic or medical practitioners, from really? <clears throat> orthopedists to oncologists. So what we do is during these times, we have to really look at three different aspects. It's not this magic bullet, like if I take colloidal silver, I'm good. Or it's mind, body, and behavior. And yeah. when they all three balance, it's it's almost it's magical. There's a transformation or an adaptation that happens, and I don't really have to do that much. Well, then let's break it down, because um, as my practice goes, balance life means all those things. You sure. know, everything that feeds us, you know, is my mm-hmm. sort of mantra. In addition to the food on our plate, and keeping that high level of wellness is so important for when you are exposed under normal circumstances to viruses. And now we're under very abnormal circumstances. So, you know, working from the body under these circumstances right now, what are the things that we should be doing from a food standpoint, from a supplementation standpoint? I can't talk either. Um, what are, in, in your estimation, your experience and uh, your expertise, what, what do you recommend? So most of the clients I get are the complex ones. So in supplements, excuse me, A, C, D, zinc, spirulina, and colloidal silver. Colloidal silver is a little different where the medical association hasn't really quite figured that one out. You won't hear practitioners offer that quite yet. Right. So... So that one's a little bit of the, the weird one to them still. That they can't quite get a grip on how it actually helps you. Yeah, but we, we've been using this cocktail for a while, though, for increased immunity. 
let's break down what each one of these vitamins do. Now, I have to say, you and I have been talking, um, and in full disclosure, for uh-huh. um, the last several weeks, I, who <clears throat> never, ever get ill, um, have been fighting a virus. And so I took myself out. The last show I did was two weeks ago to the day, and I've taken myself out of the playing field since. I haven't taught. I haven't trained my clients. Um, I have only worked virtually online with some health coaching clients because I, you know, with all of the scare had already happened, and we weren't told to stay at home yet, but I knew I had to because I wasn't sure what I was dealing with. Um, good news. I didn't get tested. I don't think I need to be tested. I feel I'm about 80% now and I feel pretty darn good, but I did have to go. I was down for the count a week ago. So I talked to you because I knew we were doing the show together and you gave me these vitamins as you know, a good way to build up my immune system, which some I was already taking, but they I can't find them anywhere. Because I know there's a big surplus on them right now for people needing them. So what do you see? Sure. Well, first of all, I, I think one of the most important things in integrative type of therapies is to rule out. And that's why I encourage you to see a doctor first. I mean, that's vitally important. And I encourage a lot of alternative practitioners, which actually I'm starting to pivot to teach more and more is that ruling out something is just as important as assessing something. Right. So, so that's, that's a big one right off the top. But vitamin A, I mean, it's really, it's not too difficult to find vitamin A. You can find it in potatoes and carrots, uh, fish. So that's not too bad. I mean, two weeks ago, it would have been really hard. Yeah. But right now you can start to find more and more things on the shelves. And this is where I don't want people to start going is that they have stocked up so much on canned goods that they're eating canned goods on a daily basis. Yes. I want to talk about that because we're talking about the body and then we'll talk about the behavior in mind because those are sure. what we put in our bodies. So what I'm seeing. So number one, I have to say I don't normally take supplements except for vitamin D. Um, and then I take vitamin C if and when, which is very, 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 very unusual for me. I will do like a vitamin C loading, which is usually easy to get. And I can do that. And it's gone in a couple of days. Sure. In this case, I couldn't find it. So I told you I had to get a compound thing for menopausal women. But normally I get my vitamins and minerals from my diet because my diet is clean, whole, non-processed food. And I know the specific fruits and vegetables that I need in order to get certain vitamins and minerals from them. Average person doesn't, but I do recommend that to my clients, you know, in addition to the supplements for the, for the time of the life or the time of their life, hormonal, you know, balance and that kind of thing. So let's talk about, because right now what I'm seeing online, it's a comfort food fest because people are finding comfort foods and there's a little plus um you know like it it gives them uh um that hormonal high you know um uh serotonin kind of when you're cooking and smelling and even tasting and eating something that brings you back to the you know your childhood or something familiar you know from your young life um but in the long run they're doing more 
damage to themselves than good, correct? Correct. So yeah, that's that, that dopamine fix they, they, they're going for right now, especially carbs. At one time, bread was hard to get, so everyone stocked up on bread. So, you know, they're eating a lot of it now. It's coming out of the freezers, it's in the refrigerators. And I understand that. I get it. And so the thing is, eat the things that are perishable and use the canned goods for later. Uh, but interesting talking about vitamin D, even though, you know, you're taking vitamin D supplements, uh, it's there's a bigger picture with that. You're still only getting 10% of the value so getting out in the old-fashioned solarium therapies where you just go get sun is really important i think sun's really important every day and in spite of the fact that for i've been trying to isolate myself and self-isolation i have a dog and i have to walk her and i've been keeping active because i haven't been down down through the count i've never i haven't had a fever through this whole thing which is a big uh telling it's telling that i probably have a different virus, but, um, but it makes me susceptible to uh, COVID-19. So I've been staying very, very low, but as soon as the sun pops out, I'm out three or four times a day because sunshine is very, very important to our health. And I've known that for a long time. So I'm making sure I get in. I have a deck and I can be out there where the sun shines on me and I'm away from everybody else. So I do do that. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but vitamin D also, I think, for women as we age is an important supplement. I don't think we get enough of that either in just like, you know, sun for me is important. And it's also important that I don't get sunburned because I'm older, I'm redhead, I'm green eyed. And Absolutely. I was a sunbather my entire young life. And I'm sort of paying the price for that now. So I have to be careful with that part of it. Absolutely. I mean, if you wear a floppy hat or a baseball cap, but if you can get your arms or legs exposed, the better. I mean, that's the benefit of living in L.A. So, yes. um, Yeah. And for people who don't live in L.A., I mean, it's we're we're getting into springtime. The sun is starting to come out now. How much sun do you recommend per day that people should take in? Well, the thing is, it depends on their melatonin. I mean, if they're darker skin, you're going to need a little bit more sun. So. Mm -hmm at least to to me, at least 15, 20 minutes. But if you can dose it, it's not sunbathing, it's dosing. So if you can get out in the morning or the later afternoon, the better. So it's not, you know, right in the mid afternoon type sun. So that, that's really important. And it's not only for vitamin D, it's serotonin, melatonin for sleep. Um, Mm. It has digestive properties. In the gold Greek days, it was solarium therapy. They had sections of their little hospitals that were built before the sun. And used the patients that were healing, they would park them out. Yeah, I think that uh, I can see that and I can see why. So let's talk about getting these uh, vitamins and minerals from foods. What foods sure. do you recommend to get very specific vitamins and minerals so the audience can grab those now that food is back on the shelves for the most Sure, part. like vitamin A's, sweet potatoes, carrots, mm-hmm. fish, dark leafy greens, uh, vitamin C, your citrus, kiwis, bell peppers, strawberries, and of course, oranges and papayas. Mm-hmm. Vitamin D, again, you know, the sun, but if you can't, um, the fatty fishes, mackerel, salmon, uh, eggs, nuts, zinc, 
more the you know oysters and seafood, which actually I'm Japanese and I'm not very seafood prone. That's why I'm a little congested. I, I usually my ancestors were from the mountains in Japan, from what I understand. And we don't eat too much fish, and that's all that we had <laughs> on the table last night. Uh, but some of the beans and nuts and whole grains. And spirulina has been a blue-green algae they've been using for centuries. Mm-hmm. So that's something a little new for medical practitioners, and definitely colloidal silver is really new. I, I think the AMA still kind of kind of raises their eyebrows is what is the benefit of this and technically i don't know if it actually kills viruses or strengthens the immune system i just know it works for me it does it's, well it, that's I, good that's what's I, important is that i put it in my nose in terms of uh, the gel um 23 parts per million type of colloidal silver i do have uh this listed on my website and then just to help some of the clients i just set up a little dispensary from uh, Emerson Ecologics. So they can go to that and choose some of those if, if they're still in, even in stock. Like like you said, it's they're really tight right now. Yeah, and, for obvious reasons. Stay your website and then we'll go over it again at the end of the um, show. But tell the audience your website so they can check it out. Sure, that's at www.cliffmatsuno.com. That's C-L-I-F-F, Matsuno, M-A-T-S-U-N-O. Yeah, and I believe it's up on the screen for those that are watching us, but for those that are listening, that will help you. If you go there, it's a great website and tells you everything you need to know to really boost your immune system. So those are the foods. Those are the supplements. Let's talk about behaviors because those are important too right now. And we're a little locked inside. They've just here in California They've closed up a lot of beaches and parks because people were not doing the proper social distancing over the weekend, as most of, most of us saw. So um, what do you suggest behavior-wise that we do? I know that we've talked about four or five things. Let's, um, If we could go over that with the audience, that would be great. Sure. I mean, in terms of exercise, and you know, this is L.A., so cardio is still vitally important from Six to seven thirty is when in the morning is when the highest cortisol levels are up. It's trying to wake us up. So if you can do something, whether walking or jogging in place or jump roping, just getting on the bike or if you have a treadmill at home, uh, mm-hmm. that's a really important time to start the exercise. And that balances the endocrine system throughout the day. So you'll have balanced energy throughout the day, or especially you know, for people who are getting energy drops at two or three o'clock, this really helps. Yeah, this keeps it more level throughout the day. So you don't have to go to caffeine based or carbohydrate based foods and drinks that um, give you that temporary lift, which actually brings you down in yeah, the long run. Absolutely. You know? So all the clients we have that have thyroid issues, which are quite a few of them, uh, mm-hmm. we have them look at balancing that through exercise in the morning. And it's made a difference for them, I bet. It makes a difference. I mean, on my hobby or day off, I treat pets. Like, it's, I, I, not too many anymore. Just, I'm a little inundated, inundated with them. But just getting cats and then having them run around, like getting their food and on, a, on tongs and moving it around and getting them active. The cats are just in the house all day and not doing much now. 
Well, it all makes sense. And I tell my clients and I've been talking to people when I do my talks and um, you know, in larger groups and hold workshops and to all of my clients, friends and family, I've said, just move. If you get out and move and you don't have to get out, you can move in your kitchen. I'm training clients online right now. And uh, what you do is you get your systems activated. So what, that's what you want to do. You want, so when you're taking these vitamins, these minerals and the foods that you're eating that are non-processed and have vitamins and minerals, you want all of those to go where they're supposed to go and do what they're supposed to do and then get out what you don't need, you know? So it's it, the only way to activate your systems that process everything is to move. If you're sedentary, nothing's going to happen. It's just your things are going to sort of atrophy, you know, in all areas of your body. So it's important to move. And even through the way I've been feeling, uh, there's not one day that I didn't take about 30 minutes to either do um, an online. My daughter is doing Insta Store yoga classes through Core Power Yoga. She manages the core power yoga out here in California and Thousand Oaks. And she's been doing these beautiful online classes. They're sort of, um, they're usually level two. So level ones and level threes are finding value in these classes. And they're for 50 minutes and they are, they get you moving. They get a sweat up, which I love when people just break a sweat every day, you know, your systems, your heart rates up and everything, your blood flow is happening that you want it to. And, um, and then, you know, you do the, in the end, you're, you're lying still listening to breath and taking that time to get in touch with your body after. And, and so it's been a really good way for me, especially, high, you know, I'm a spin instructor. So that's, I haven't done that in a month. So high intensity cardio, you don't have to do to get everything activated right now. You don't that's right. have to you know, and if you, I'm sent, been sending out, um, I have a private Facebook page called Staying Well Together right now, which you're welcome to join anybody. Just go to my Facebook, uh, Fit by Design and Ask, and I will invite you. Um, I've been posting high intensity interval trainings that you can do in a small, like, you know, two foot space. And it's all doable and your heart rate will get up. So exercise, very important. Movement. And then um, we, we also talked about um, filtering the air at work or home. How, how so? What do you mean? Well, I mean, you actually were you know, talking about a machine that will filter the air. And you can get some, you know, some filters that are not that pricey now on Amazon. So being in the home or, you know, we're all in, in an office or a lot of us are in offices now. So it's recycled air. So if you can have a filter or filtration system, especially during these times, I had two of them going when I was treating patients. So that's important. But in terms of filtration, I think masks are vitally important too. surgical masks. So let's talk about that. Um, okay. Surgical masks when we step outside. Yes. But and, you know, there's a, there's a way of utilizing them. So the intention is different. So if you have, we have the intention that I'm utilizing this, just in case I have something and I'm not passing to you rather than I have something and I don't want to give it to you or I don't want you to give me anything. If we just have this little change of intention by just saying, you know, I, if I have something, I don't want to give it to you. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a different energy. And people will respond to them a little different. 
that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. That's that's that whole mind which we're going to talk about. That whole attitude starts from the way we think, you know. So the way you Absolutely. think about a mask, because and and we're going to get into this a little bit. But I feel like there are certain trigger words and vision uh, visuals that are out there right now that are activating people's, you know, adrenal glands that are putting them more into anxiety panic mode. And one of the visuals are these masks. And even for ourselves, because it's so unfamiliar for us, if we see it or we put it, you know, when I went to the doctor, I had a mask and surgical gloves on because I keep trying to bathe my dog. So I just happen to have a pack, but um, you know, it triggers something, it triggers anxiety. So you know, it's kind of twofold. We need it, but at the same time, it's causing a chemical reaction that's negative within our bodies. How do we overcome that part? Well, again, you know, when we have just this attitude with, I'm not going to pass anything to you, and it's not confrontational. I mean, some people are taking it a little wrong these days, like I have something. So again, I mean, when I was traveling, this is long time ago, we used to wear surgical masks all the time while the plane was on the tarmac. If it's on the ground, the air is not circulating quite as well. And so I would put a mask on and my former wife too. And that's just the way we flew all the time. Right. Extensively. And so, so um, we have- I learned that. I, I learned that through the airlines. I actually had a contract with United Airlines to provide their rehab for 150,000 people. On the other hand, it was a way of understanding that the air isn't circulating quite as well when, when the plane is on the ground. Right. So it made sense. So now that it makes big time sense, yeah. it's hard to get a hold of these masks. Like I have a few and one I, you know, you have to, you have to wear them once and throw them away ideally. So, you know, cause that otherwise it doesn't make sense. Same with the gloves. So, um, they're really hard to get a hold of right now. I have a few because when I get my nails done, which by the way, they're gone. Um, but when I get my nails done, I wear a mask because of all the chemicals and smells and things flying around. And uh, so I have them, I, but I have one left. And so most, the average person doesn't have them and they're nowhere to be found right now. So, what should they do in light of not being able to get a hold of them? I mean, anything, even if you use uh, like a, a handkerchief or anything Bandana. and just walk around with it, if you have to, or just tie it across. So, and the other thing is just, if you don't really have protection, it's not a good time to be out. But people have to go to the market. They have to. They do. Even if I'm not going, I've got to get somebody to go for me. One, uh, Not my older daughter. She lives too far, but my youngest daughter who lives down the street, I wanted her to stay away from me because I didn't know what I was dealing with, but she can mark it for me, but I also want her to be safe. So we all have to go. Somebody in our family has to go. What? So just putting a bandana on is... Bandana, just a, um, even a, like a washcloth, but just, you know, if you have to hold it up there, I mean, it's, it's being creative. I haven't seen somebody use someone's underwear. <laughs> Where you can put it around, put it one one leg on, and then turn it around, and you put it over, and it looks like a surgical cap with a. That's interesting. I mean, it was a joke, but it was it was funny that something like that. You may have to do uh, put up a tutorial on YouTube for that one. 
There you go. <laughs> this is the, if it's ever needed. Now is the time, big time. And um, and then of course, sanitizing and hand washing right now are really important behaviors as well. What um, what do you suggest is the best way to implement those? Well, the old surgical hand washing style. You you wash your hands and you wash it with pressure. So you you wash first, you know, with hot water. You scrub it. You know, you're, you're putting pressure to see if you can break the shell of whatever it is, bacteria or virus. And then you scrub the, the top part of your hands this way. Like this, yes. Like that. Mm-hmm. Scrub the fingers this way. And then, you know, use significant amount of pressure to get, to see if you can break the shell. And you know, I, that's what I was told, to break the shell of the virus or bacteria. So yeah, there's a little bit of pressure when you're washing. Pressure on pushing your palms together, you're saying. Pushing your palms together. And, you know, in terms of scrubbing your fingernails into to each other. Yeah. Tips of your fingers also. Yeah, that was one of the reasons why I had to have one of my neighbors go out. Thank you, Dana, if you're listening, uh, and Joe. They had to go out and buy me nail clippers because I just wanted them gone. And now they're beyond the <laughs> finger you know they're just I just wanted them off just to be safe and also they were growing out and I couldn't get them done so it just made sense to take them off so that's the proper way for hand washing and sanitizing it, do you suggest that we leave our shoes outside when we come Ab- home? that's why so yeah absolutely yeah and yeah. then it, like I use colloidal silver so I make it so I spray myself down also, I wear like a plastic shell, a light jacket or so. And so I can spray that down after I get down. And that kills any foreign bacteria, you think? or Well, that's what I'm told. I use colloidal silver. I use a little bit of hydrogen peroxide. I don't ingest it, so don't ingest it. But you put it in a little spray bottle and you spray it. I spray it in a little spray bottle. Okay. That makes sense. Well, that that's the first time I've heard that one. And that's um, that's really good any other things in behavior that we should be aware of and be doing right now more than ever well um in in terms of getting good sleep you know people are sleeping too much during the daytime now where it's throwing their sleep cycle off and they're you you want to kind of get your vet self back into your normal like work rhythm and i even suggest putting work clothes on because they're getting a little too comfortable and maybe sleeping in too long so, yeah, I think that's important with behaviors. I, I think, you know, we are creatures of habit and our routine is off. And when our routines get off, it also gives us um, anxiety. And I think one of the things that we need to do is get up, like you said, move, get dressed, don't be in the, don't do your sleepwear as your day wear if you're not going out and just give yourself, you, you know, I, because I do walk my dog, I put a little makeup on every day because it, I look in the mirror and it wakes me up. And because I haven't been feeling a hundred percent, it also makes me feel better. And it keeps a certain sense of uh, like kind of a, a empowerment attitude. I can't explain it for w- women will understand when you're, when you put makeup on that you feel better. I mean, how you look and how you feel are so interconnected. So if you're feeling, you know, so 
for us who are used to wearing makeup, not every woman does, but for me, I'm used to, I teach in makeup. So that just gives me a sense of standing up straighter. I'm more empowered. And it also gives me a sense I have better control over my wellness. It just is for me. Um, I also, I, I have a few things also that I think are important to stay. You know, I think we should talk about the, which we're going to get into right now is the whole mind aspect of it. And it, but this part of it comes with behaviors. And I have a couple of things to help people make sure that uh, they keep their adrenals from going into the fight or flight mode, you know, because they're, um, if our cortisol levels go up, we go into fight or flight. And that's a lot of what's happening now with panic that happened at first when we thought we were going to be, you know, stuck inside for days on end and stuff. And, you know, people were basically taking flight. They were, they were running to, to make, you know, make sure that they were uh, prepared. So, um, you know, and I've done a whole show on stress and how to reduce it. And there's a couple things people can do, just these behaviors at home that sort of is the body-mind connection. And one of the things I've talked about in the past is something called shaking. And since a lot of us are, you know, dancing just to get our movement in right now, this isn't that far off to put on some music and to find a beat and to work from the top, uh, from the mind, from the top of your head down and just start shaking to the beat and kind of just let yourself go. No tension, let it all drop and let yourself go. And then you can even hum it or, or uh, chant it if you wanted to. And then take a rest and do it again. And you would be surprised. It brings your heart rate down, which you know of it right away is, um, in, is connected to your hormones, to your stress hormone, to uh, your cortisol levels. And it just helps you get back to that sense of calm. It sort of knocks, snaps you out of it, you know, that, that, that panic mode that you might be in. There's another one with belly breathing, which, you know, I'm sure is taking deep breaths in, putting one hand over your heart, one hand over your belly, and taking deep breaths in and letting it out and really just slowing everything down. If your heart is racing, this is a great way to slow it down. And do that for a minute or two, and you will really, you know, it's got, it, it's a big part of meditation, but it really does help. And the other one I think is grounding yourself also. Like we were talking earlier about getting outside and getting some vitamin D. Um, if you can, I mean, right now we're a little bit, it, it's a little bit iffy, but um, letting your go barefoot and, and let, Take your shoes off and just get into the dirt, get into the sand, get into the grass and ground yourself is supposed to be very calming in general for most situations. This one could be a little iffy. Any no, other thoughts? <clears throat> uh, that, one, that one's actually huge. Uh, people who go out and garden or go to the beach, mm -hmm. there's, there's an electrical charge that comes out of the earth and actually the ocean. So it's very grounding. In the old days, we used to put a pole in the backyard and run a wire cable, a copper cable, to the athletes' beds, and that would be to improve their blood chemistry and performance. I mean, this is—we're talking 30 years ago. Wow. So there's there they have something called earthing pads, 
And mm-hmm. so that's available where you can put it into the ground plug of uh, your outlet. And you, you stand on these pads. And and what's in the pads that give you those? Um, it just, it just it grounds you. Grounds you. Yeah, in terms of you know, stabilizing your system. I mean, but still the best is if you can go outside barefoot, that's still the best. There's a small electrical charge from the earth that balances out your blood chemistry. And exactly. that's without shoes, definitely without shoes. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Do you suggest that when people come in from, if they are going to the market or going to the pharmacy or going to the doctor even, do you suggest that they come, they, they, get their clothes off and, and get them in the washer and take a shower right away with everything that's oh, yeah, going absolutely. on. Have a station already set up outside where you can start spraying yourself off, um, you know, washing your hands and yeah. then taking your, you know, get, getting inside, find an area, you know, get your clothes off. Uh, I use a shell, I mean, a, a light jacket. And that's always going to go into the wash or I just spray it down. You spray it or it goes into the wash. Yeah. When I came back from um, the medical center last, when did I last go? I went Friday for a test. They were all good, by the way. Um, And I just, everything came off. Everything went into the wash. The shoes went outside. The jacket went outside and hasn't come in yet. (laughs) There you go. There's a certain time period. I'm sure I can bring it back in. Um, before we, so we're, we've got our 10 minutes left and we want, I want to get to the, all of the mind stuff that we, that, um, we talked about because of the fourth, those four things. You also, um, you talk about treating the four B's. So if we, in that 10 minutes, if we can get to the mind behaviors that people should be doing right now to stay calm and then talk about those four B's that you have for people to understand the, uh, the, that process. Will you sure. um, dig into that a little bit for us? So actually I had stopped practicing a little bit for about eight to 10 years. I wasn't practicing full time in the Bay area. I actually was doing flower arranging um, and which is a big part of what I'm doing now. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually part of healthcare as, as crazy as it sounds it's called feng shui or feng shui. Uh, it's balance, beauty, and symmetry. And that's the next phase I had to go through in order to understand healthcare better. So when we work on the body, there's an equation. This is mathematics. It's, as alternative as it sounds, it's based on mathematics. So when I came back, we saw, or I saw that there were the four Bs that were happening to all the clients I had, especially women. Um, the first one is brain fog, the first B. And we are starting to see a higher number of women who think that they have just short-term memory loss, but it's beginning of dementia. So it's and pretty, it's pretty scary. It's, they have, if you, they do some of the scans on their brains, they saw that there was a lot of calcium or calcification in different parts of the brain. For the different well, and, and that's caused by bad self-care by everything we've been talking about so far. That well, a lot of it had to do with stress, too. I mean, a lot of the women I take care of, they're the first generation game changers. Mm-hmm. And so they went into the work environment now that it's more technology. And they were some of the first women on the board or CEOs now. 
but there was they were still pushing like a man they were willing it to happen mm-hmm. and then at home there's really no family support like in the old days where you had aunts and uncles or grandparents taking care of the kids so they get the brunt of that also they right. draw that straw they're the main one taking care of the family i've done shows on women and burnout and stress um and you know i've studied adrenal adrenal fatigue pretty intensely trying to help women through this so that causes brain fog that causes the calcification that's causing memory loss it could be one that and back in the old days it was everything was about taking calcium for osteoporosis Mm -hmm. but you had to have a balance of magnesium also in order for calcium to be absorbed so that that was a big part of it the the other part is uh belly fat where they would just have this punch both men and women no matter how much they exercise or how much they do, and that's actually high cortisol levels. I was just going to say that's related to cortisol, which is related to lack of sleep and diet, right? And diet will stress also. The, the body's putting this cortisol, this inflammation, in a safe place, and that's away from the organ systems. Mm-hmm. The, the so, other part is... The remedy to that is... Get, get, I suggest to my clients, um, seven to nine hours, correct? That, and there's a sequencing we do also. It's, so it's, that's a whole different subject. It's on nutrition and it's uh, waiting four hours, but, but the, we structure the protein, carb, and good fat intake a little differently. So the first two hours we see that uh, carbs will burn and the second two hours that this cortisol will burn. So they have to go four hours in between meals and then alkalize their system with either lemon water or some kind of alkaline type of water. And we start seeing this reduced within the first two weeks. But it's so fluffy. There's no This is interesting. So let's go through that again. So first okay. meal of the day, breakfast. Do you, so, you know, it's called break the fast for a reason because we haven't been, so you, you, wake up in the morning and how long should you wait until you eat something and what ideally should we be eating to keep these alkaline levels down? Well, you know, we go with 30% protein, 30% good fats and 40% carbs through vegetables, good carbs, good carbs, good carbs, and then wait for four hours and then they'll start and, but alkalize your system. It's lemon water, a high, um, a high pH water. Before or after? So the in between. During, during that four, in between period, okay. four hours. Okay. Now there's a there's a warning to this. If the person has a high A1C, or they're pre-diabetic or diabetic, you can't do this because they're gonna their sugar levels are gonna drop too fast. Okay. All right. So and the other thing is they can't use a scale. We'll have people reduce, but there's no weight loss. This stuff is fluffy. It's like foam. It's like styrofoam. There's no weight to it. Okay. But it's so, inflammation. It's a different kind of fat. It's inflammation versus, you know, muscle fat or stuff. Right. So, and then throughout the day, they should keep that ratio of four hours between meals. And then I always suggest that, you know, it should be at least four hours from your last meal to your sleep. Because not only because you'll have a better quality of sleep and you'll be able to fall asleep better correct that, that, that's absolutely and then as close as you can to 10 o'clock 
because the repair cycle for growth hormone is from 10 to 1. Oh, okay. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So it's better to go to bed early and get up early rather than to go to bed late and get up a little later, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, believe me. I know. <laughs> and, I, and I tell my clients that I don't always do as I say, as you know, as I tell others. Um, and so we, before we lose time, I want to talk a little bit about the inside out beauty is just important as food and stuff. Um, what do you mean by that? And how does that break down? Well, again, we, we go back to the mind real quickly. We lock in a certain state. So originally the state changes that we impl implemented were for athletes. They were for, this is back in the day before steroids. So it was to increase their performances on the world stage. It's kind of like the U.S. versus Russia or U.S. versus the communists. And so how do you, how do you get these athletes to perform on a bigger level? And that was through imagery. You lock in certain types of states for muscle memory. And so we do this with, with athletes now or even all our clients. And for, say, this inside-out beauty, we can get them in posture or in movement but they'll always go into an adrenal posture, which is they rotate their shoulders in and their hips in and their head comes forward. That's an adrenal posture. So we get them out of that. They get they become aware of that state, and then we give them the tools to get out of it. So oh, interesting. So once they're out of it and they recognize it, the body just changes. It morphs. It's, it's called adaptation because form, and you probably know this better than I do, form always follows function. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Yes. So being in the state is vitally important. And we see the, the everything start to fill out in a good way. Their body starts draping, their faces becomes more relaxed. So inside out beauty, wow, that's that's such a cool concept because say we get somebody with a frozen shoulder or pre-surgical back patient. Those that's I get a lot of those. And knock on wood, we've had very few, if any, back surgeries. So we you know, we recollagenate them. And that's the big part of it right there. You get them mm -hmm. in collagen. Uh, and you, you know, there's other things we do in terms of posture, changing state, uh, renutritionalizing different parts of their organ systems. Yeah, and, and what happens is we'll have somebody, and this is men included, they'll say, Hey, what did you do to my face? He says, I, I look 10 years younger. My wrinkles have, you know, have gone or significantly have lost my wrinkles. So it's almost like the analogy if you take an orange and if you just focus on the orange's texture and color, yeah, that's okay. But if you go to the roots, you don't even have to worry about the orange. It takes care of itself. Right. Makes so sense. that's in a nutshell what we call inside out beauty. But you know, there's a little bit more that goes in, in, into that too, nutrition. But yeah, well, we'll see we'll see their yeah. injuries and conditions will actually prompt them to physically look better. Which is miraculous and makes sense to me at the same time what it, you had told me about you had a couple of things about um feeling better when your body is um in distress when for me you know i had a virus and i wasn't feeling well and you t talk about this technique of rubbing from shoulders to elbows sure Dem yeah. If you could demonstrate the proper way, and then we, our time is up. So I just want to kind of end on a note that you think people should, you know, the most important thing people should be knowing and doing right now. So if it feels like I feel anxious or uncertain or what have you, and I, you'll feel it 
in the body. And so what happens is if you can just lock in a certain state, go back to a state, maybe a time where you, you, a scene in nature that puts you in emotional awe or your favorite pet. Once you can lock that in and start breathing like a five second breath in an extended exhale, you start stroking down from your shoulders down to your elbows. Back and forth, like the inhale, exhale. Yeah, and just kind of keep doing that. And like that. just lock that in, you can close your eyes I put you in alpha. This this is a somatic way of just calming, soothing. Animals do this all the time. Yeah. And so as you do this, it starts to calm the system. Then you can open your eyes and then you start rubbing your hands together and you still stay in state. Again, this is you're sending a message to your brain that this is soothing. Okay. Good. Oh, good. Really physical things that and, and simple things that we can do right now. Are these up on your website, okay. Cliff? These, these um, uh, movements, are they on your website to help people calm themselves during this time? They, they time? will be. And that, that's actually been a big um, priority for me, but I haven't quite, quite got that up. You got to remember, I just got a website up in February. I've been in business oh. for 40 years and Thanks we were the you. kind of people that were always under the radar. So yeah. yes, I, mean, what, I started doing Welcome podcasts for my show. clients and so I'm out of internet hiding now. Well, you're needed now more than ever. So I highly suggest that people go to Cliff's website to get more ideas or get a hold of Cliff himself. He's n- not working from his office, but he can definitely help you with things that we've just talked about. Cliff, we're out of time. I want you to leave the audience with the most important thought, inspiration, idea, or the most important thing that they can be doing for themselves in this moment at this time. Sure. There's this one quote by someone named Krishnamurti, and he says, I don't mind what happens, meaning it doesn't mean I don't care what happens, but I don't mind what happens puts you into the present state. We accept what's going on. Once I'm in that state, neurologically, we now can use the front part of our brain rather than the hind reptilian brain, which is fight or flight, survival. Right. Once, once I'm there, I can now look at what the possibilities are. I can, I can actually clarify the question, which is half the answer. Wow. That's pretty so, potent, I have so to say. Being, being in a calm state is, is vital. Right now, it's a quest for calmness to keep our insides calm, the adrenals calm, like you had mentioned, the thyroid. So then we can have higher brain functions in terms of figuring things out, not only on a global scale, but just for our own families, our own personal needs. And then we're not caught up too much to what everything is going on right now. Yeah, exactly. And again, if you know these these few little exercises that you gave us, when you see those images, when you see hear those news reports, when there are certain trigger words and visuals, you know, try this to calm yourself and know that there is, you know, there is an end to it, and it's gonna be. I mean, it's the unknown, but your quote is perfect to put us into the here and now. Exactly. And I want to thank you so much for your time thank and you. your expertise and coming on and helping us with this. And um, again, tell people how they can get a hold of you. They can get a hold of me through the website at cliffmatsuno.com. Uh, they can uh, 
email us at info at cliffmonsuno.com. I do phone sessions too, uh, which I never did before, but I've been doing it for the past year and it's to help people. I have clients that are in other countries and the East Coast. A lot of it has to do with just getting in them into state and just locking them in and they can kind of figure it out on their own, a lot of it. Well, I have to say you did that with me about a week ago and it really helped me and I thank you. So I can attest to Cliff's um, great skills in helping you during this very, very challenging time. And I wanna thank everybody for joining me today. Please become part of my Facebook page, Staying Well Together. Go to Fit by Design. It will pop up as Balanced Life and say, I would like to join your Facebook group and I will invite you in and you will see everything that I'm posting. And uh, the show will be up there if you wanna see any of these things again to remind you. I thank you so much, everybody. I'm second and fourth Tuesday of every month and God willing, I'll be back in the studio in just two weeks, right? Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Cliff. Bye now. Bye. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.